looking for a podcast to help you transform your physical and mental. One that'll shoot you straight between the eyes with truth and no BS, helping you have the right mindset to accomplish things. The iron will and fortitude to follow through with what you say you're going to do. No excuses. Mark owns martial arts schools, and after 30 years, he has some real insight for real talk, real life, real conversations, motivational, fitness, self-defense, weight loss, live from the Great 1-8. This is Real Talk with Mark Cox. man good morning you like that didn't you You like that i love that man what an intro talk about intro (laughs) this is i tell everybody when you brand your stuff man you really kind of you know i did that all on fiverr can you believe that i went around and there's a lot of voice actors on fiverr and i have a good voice for that kind of stuff but it just felt weird for me to do my own so i had somebody else do it and i just liked his his voice you know it it sounds like the voice of uh, no bs and and something that would appeal to me. So I, I, that's what I ended up doing. But that was very, awesome. Very legit. Very legit. Even the last little thing at the end. Just yeah. like... <laughs> and you know why? You know, I don't know if you listen to a lot of podcasts, or you listen to uh, newscasters or something. They all have this little kind of a, a jingle about them. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whether it's, um, you know, CNN or Fox News has this ching and, you know, on your phone that it's coming in or CNN has a little glink. And so I definitely have that just. Because when you hear it, you hear that, oh, we're about to go live, man. That's just a little quick intro. It's, I guess it's all branding, just like what you're doing. I mean, you're dressed up like a, a Connected Leaders Academy, uh, you know, guru. It's hard to not know. I mean, I mean, it's literally hard to not know what I do. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Well, you know, we're going to have a good laugh today, guys, because believe it or not, on the show today, I actually have a really good friend on with me. And we did this. You see how he laughed right there? If you go back a year ago, he's super serious. It's such a different uh, a different vibe now, uh, what a year can do. So we'll talk about this. I'm going to introduce you a little bit, Jose, first, and then we'll get right into, into stuff. We have a lot of stuff that we can kind of chime in on and and what you're doing. So hold on one second for okay? So, ladies and gentlemen, today I have Jose Escobar. He is an award-winning, nationally recognized personal development speaker. He's a nine-time published author, sales professional, husband and father of five children. He leads the compelling high-level communities consisting of entrepreneurs, advanced leaders through two multi-six-figure businesses models that have now suppressed seven figures, the Entrepreneur's Bookshelf and the Connected Leaders Academy. So, with no further ado... Meet Jose Escobar, a good friend of mine. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Good morning. Excited to be here. As always, round two, it's on. That's right. Round two. I've been looking forward to this round for a while. It's a, I think I told you before on on the first go around, well, well, probably both of us had a little bit of a difference if you go back from a year ago, because, you know, growth comes within the year, growth comes within the minute, growth comes within the month, seconds, it just doesn't really end. Something hits you. And all of a sudden, there's a growth that happens from there for sure. And we'll talk about that a little bit. But I'll talk it. Let's. I thought about you last night. I don't know if you saw my post this morning. I laid around for three hours. You know, you can appreciate this, right? Being on seventy-five hard, like we've done this, we've done this together, right? And I've done seventy-five hard several times, and I'm playing with the idea of of doing it again. With the idea of because it's real cold, it makes it a lot harder to do 75 hard, right? Especially outdoor workouts. But last night I told myself that I'm going to start, I have that tank. I don't know if you guys have that at the gym. You have a nice gym you go to. Do they have a tank right there? It's something that you push, you can put weights on and you can push Yep. and all that. Mm-hmm. So I have one of those at my home gym. I bought the one for the home gym. It's called tank one, tank M one. And I've got three plates on it, three forty-five plates. And I'm like, I'm going to start pushing this for the next 30 days, a quarter mile every day. Tomorrow's a fir- yesterday was the first day. And I just had a three-hour back tattoo session, right? I got a big, giant train going on the back, my back. 
and I was there on, on the thing for three hours. And I laid around and I kept saying, I'm not doing it. I'll start it tomorrow. My mind was racing. And at 9.05 last night, I'm like, get your lazy ass up and push that freaking machine. And now I had to wait because now it's super cold outside. And I remember looking at it. I'm looking at it in the street going, I so don't want to do this right now. And then I just had to start pushing. I actually put a podcast on last night when I was pushing it, thinking that that was going to take the uh, the the umph away from it, but it didn't. And so I got it. I did it. 29 minutes, a quarter mile, pushing three plates, 45. And it's got these magnetic settings. So you can set it one, two, or three. And so the magnets, you know, make it even harder. You know, one is like pushing a car kind of on a normal street. Two is like kind of pushing a heavier car. Three is like you have to really dig your feet into it, right? So I did mostly one on the very last block. I did number two, and I was uh, very happy that I did it now. Did you ever have those thoughts when you were doing 75? Yeah, man. Uh, <clears throat> that happens all the time, actually. And, uh, and kudos to you for pressing through because, again – the separator between people who who get things done and achieve success at different levels, right? Because success is not just financial. Success could be in marriage and parenting and spiritual life and everything. But people who seek success and achieve success are the ones who are able to go that extra mile, who are able to go that little extra, right? The, the difference between ordinary and extraordinary, right? That little extra. It's that little gap that most people aren't willing to play in because it hurts, because it's tough. Because it stretches you physically, mentally, emotionally, you know, psychologically, biochemically, everything. It, it, it just pushes you, right? So if you're able to live in that space and push yourself in that space and do things like what Muhammad Ali always talked about, you know, he doesn't start counting the reps until he can barely go anymore. Then he starts counting one, two, three, right? And, and that's the difference. That's the separator. That's the gap that is so hard to bridge. But you did it, man. That's awesome. Yes. Well. I, very, I, you know, everybody, I tell everybody, you know, we live in Facebook land. So we always, we always put our triumphs out there. We never say, you know, most of it, we do that and we say, all right, 30 minutes on this. That's the way it goes. That's how awesome I am. But that just wasn't the reality. The reality was I was a little bitch. So <laughs> uh, until I got up off the, off the couch. So Siri says she doesn't know how to respond to me saying that. <laughs> We, my watch, they listen to us all the time. And all those that are listening, we got a lot of people on here. Daniela's on here. Say hello, Daniela. I'm not sure if you see something different than I do because you're on the stream yard too. It says Facebook user. Do you see that also? Or do you see names? I see uh, only names of people that I know. So I, so I may not see the ones that I know. I have a Facebook user it says, hello, family. It's gold time. So oh, that probably Emilio. talks about, that's Emilio. That probably talks about your gold shoes. Um, <laughs> so the way we share this on StreamYard, guys, if you want, drop your name also so that we know who, who we're talking to. Uh, and uh, what Daniela shows on me, I have a Facebook user with the, you know, with the pythons showing. I haven't seen any Python shots for a while since you've been off 75 hard. Where'd they go? Well, um, I usually wear them for speaking engagements only <laughs> and for uh, also the, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the commander's games, right? Uh, the football games. Those are the only two times I wear my gold shoes. I didn't wear it to uh, the event in, in uh, the AMA event in Jersey because um, that wasn't slated to be a formal talk. It was more of like a uh, recipient award, like thank you kind of talk. So I wasn't really, I want to make sure I only wear those shoes when I have a formal uh, speaking engagement, you know? <laughs> <laughs> those are the, it's, just so everybody knows, we've got to be on stage together several times. It's always fun. There's always a competition. Even though it's not really a competition, but can we really say it's not a competition for real? Yeah, I can say that. I mean, I can say that. I think the only competition I have is me. You know, it's me versus me in the mirror. And that's what it comes down to. So when I got up on the first time I did this, I was so miffed on, on, I don't know how you felt on, on some of the stuff when we went on speaking engagements. I was very taken back at the fact that I can't get feedback. I'm not sure how you are in, in, you know, whether I'm on the mat with my instructors or whatever. If I can't get some feedback, I just feel I can't get some growth. It drove me crazy. Like I get on stage, we share a story, you know, er, er, you know, everybody, you know, either cries or laughs. 
hey, how do I make that better? How do I make that better? And I couldn't get the answers. So I went into after after San Antonio when we were there together and I had to follow Emilio after he made everybody cry in the whole, you know, and then it's like, oh, Mark Cox, you're up next. I'm like, I got to follow God's uh, calling now. What? Come on. <laughs> and so I remember that, though, I I wanted more feedback. And so I started Toastmasters. And I've just really flourished in there. I don't know. So if any of you guys are speaking out there, if you have if you have a Toastmasters available or if you want to come on mine and because you can go now because of Zoom, you can go all over the place. I'm going to speak on a Brazilian one here soon on their Toastmasters in Brazil uh, through Zoom. But it has helped me immensely with my speaking filler words, the how often we say, um, and so and all the other stuff. And because I kind of ding you every time you do it right. Ding, ding, ding on how to make your speeches better, on how to condense them, how to make sure, because you have about a five or seven minute speech, right? And so it's just a, a way to have condensed, but at the same time, uh, have somebody and have, have somebody listen and be able to remember what you said, not something like, you know, they remember me because I break bricks usually, right? So- yeah. That you do, <laughs> and which is which is great because everybody, you know, when I get on stage or I break something and stuff like that, that's what everybody kind of remembers. They don't really remember the message as much as they remember me smashing things. And I wanted both. I want to make sure that yeah, I like I like to get up there and do that. I just like doing it. You know, it makes me feel like back in my competition days when I was a young kid. But I, I really enjoyed that. But I really wanted to get some messages and how to have, and you do really well with that, by the way, uh, Jose, yourself on, 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 you kind of wrap things up and you kind of give a, a call to action and all the stuff that you naturally do as a salesperson, uh, you do well on stage, you know, you get emotions going, you get, you know, you, you have real life experiences that you speak of that you get you emotional, it gets the crowd emotional and you kind of call for, you know, a call to actions, you know, I, I'm nobody special. This is how you can do the same thing. So why don't you give me a, uh, what's your, what's your feedback on that when you get on stage and you start talking? Yeah. So, um, first of all, it's important to constantly try to sharpen your ax, right? There's this, uh, good old saying, and I'm, I'm probably going to butcher it, but it's like, if I had an hour to, to cut down a tree, I would spend 90% of my time sharpening the ax, right? Uh, mm -hmm. exactly. So it's the sharpening of the axe it's the going back and turning your insight or your reflections of what you did into insights on how you can show up better every single time so when we show up on stage we're we're doing our thing right we are confident we are showing up we're adding value we're impacting we're doing all the things we're supposed to do and then you look back and it can always be better right i can't remember the last engagement i've had where i'm like i arrived and it was great it was phenomenal it was like 100 percent across the board exactly what i wanted no because we're always going to look back and say yeah it could have been better if only i did this or i noticed i did that so that's the first thing we're going to kind of like reflect on our own and turn those reflections into insights and come back stronger and take that back to the drawing board take that back to journaling take that back to strategizing how we can come back better but then also it's important to get feedback from others Right. So I always go and I start asking around people like, hey, uh, what could I have done better? You know, uh, based on what you saw, like, give me some feedback, give me some constructive feedback. And I, I believe sugar is for children. Right. So I don't want people giving me sugar coated like responses. I want people to hit me and just tell me bluntly, you know, respectfully, of course, but bluntly how I can improve. And that's how I've been improving. And I'm always evolving. Right. I'm always evolving in everything that I do. But speaking uh, in particular, yeah, it's it's not easy to get on stage. I think that's one of the uh, biggest fears of, uh, you know, natural fears of anybody is speaking on stages. And uh, the fact that we're doing it, Mark, and, and you've been improving dramatically. I mean, I think everybody can vouch for it. Anybody who's watching this live right now that knows you, um, and I can say it myself, that your, your speaking game has gone up like crazily good over time. And, and you're speaking at uh, two of our events, uh, which we'll get to at some point in this podcast. You're speaking on a couple other stages that I'm putting you on and not to mention all the other stages that you're speaking on as well. So way to crush it. Yeah. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Uh, the compliment for sure. I've worked really hard on this. This is something that I felt I, you know, I think a lot of people, part of it is right. Part of it getting on stage is just kind of hard because you just have a natural fear. I never had that per se. And usually I just kind of speak when I can speak on what I know I'm super comfortable. 
And you know, that was the beauty. That's the beauty of Toastmasters because they take you out of your comfort zone with a thing called like table topics. And all of a sudden you're on table topics and the, the table topics is you have this topic. Like for instance, they'll have a question of how, like when you were younger, what would you do different? And then they'll have questions amongst that, right? When you were in school, did you do this? And you don't know who's going to get picked. So you have to think on your feet, right? And you got a minute and a half to respond to that table topics. And that getting you out of your comfort zone to try and stay in line with, with how to speak properly has been a, a, a super game changer. Really, really, really good. And before we go on, we got a lot of friends on here. I don't know if you see him. Ivy's on here. Yep. You know, I just love her, man. I get to, I, I like watching her uh, walk in the in the freaking snow, and you know that's you know, she gets she gets in my mind too. Last night when I'm being a little freaking girl on not wanting to uh, push the sled around while she's out in the snow. Yep, yep. Good to see you, Ivy. Good I, to yeah, see you. That's, that's yeah. Ivy right there. There she is. Yep. And then Raul's on. Happy birthday, oh, Raul! I heard that Raul just turned forty. I can't believe I'm twenty years older than him. It's so <laughs> depressing. And Danielle is on, and Seth is on. Also, we say hi to him. Awesome, awesome. All right, we got a lot of friends out there for CLA that we coming on to see what you and I are gonna. What, it, they never know how you and I are gonna cut up on each other anyway. So it's, <laughs> it's just it's just one of those things that people look forward to as far as that as far as that goes. Well, let's talk about what you're. Let's talk about what you've done in in a year's time. For those that don't know. If you guys don't know his background, he was in a company called EFC, which is Educational Funding Company. This is how him and I know each other. We would go to all these events every year, all these martial arts events, usually in Vegas. And I remember the year you kind of came up to me because I was I had a short sleeve on. I had a bunch of tattoos. And you were asking me about the tattoos, and that's kind of how it all kind of started because we had something in common. And then we just became friends. And this educational funding company is a very unique thing for martial arts schools because they were pivotal in being able to have automatic uh, automatic billing for, for studios. Back in the old days, right, in the 90s when I opened up, and we, we even had the thing where you slide the credit card, okay? You remember that? Yeah. You know, cha-ching. Yeah. But it never broke down, That's though. A manual, were, manual it, card. Right. Yeah. It didn't matter if the internet was down. I can tell you that. We were still taking yeah. money. So, so that's how it started. But then we already had automatic billing, which is a game changer for martial arts schools, because now we have automatic uh, billing coming in and we didn't have to chase money. And it was so good to help us with that. And when that happened, I decided that uh, I would. I, I went with them very, very early on when EFC was a thing. And then Member Solutions came. There's all kinds of billing companies at this point. But that's where we started. So let's start with what you did so that people kind of know your background in sales and what you did and what your responsibility was at that company. And then we'll get into why you decided to to, to jump out and take the leap. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we met in Vegas of all places, right? Uh, we were, uh, we were in this, um, big, huge, uh, vendor room and I saw you walking around and I noticed that you were moving and shaking. You're constantly shaking hands and you look like a local celebrity, right? You're like shaking hands and meeting people and laughing. And, but you also where you're not shaking hands, you were very tough looking, right? Very scary looking. But then, but then when people were, when you were talking to people that you knew, you seemed very likable. So I said, okay, let me go talk to this guy. Cause I'm a networker. I like to meet new people and, and build my circle. So I saw the connection. I I'm sleeved up with tattoos right now. And you had these, you know, um, with your 24 inch pythons, you had tattoos way bigger <laughs> than mine. Right. So I said, okay, this guy has uh, just as many tattoos, if not more. And, um, and you were walking sleeveless. It wasn't short sleeve. You were sleeveless. And uh, so I walked up to you and I said, hey, man, I love your Captain America tattoo, whatever. You had this big, huge shield or whatever on there. And uh, and that's our conversation starter. And then we started talking. We became friends. And and that was a wrap. So in terms of ESC, I started with that journey. Uh, so my best friend, uh, Nick Kokinos, is the grandson of the original founder of Educational Funding Company out of Chevy Chase, Maryland. They are the pioneers in the martial arts industry that basically put the consulting, uh, billing, all that kind of stuff on the map. Um, I always say that, you know, just about anybody who's anybody in the martial arts industry either came from EFC or learned from somebody who came from EFC right, in some capacity. And now there's all these different companies you can go do business with and uh, love and respect everybody in the industry. Right. It's not about who's right or who's wrong or who's better or who's worse or who's smaller and who's bigger. It's it's an industry. 
and we're all there to support each other, right? So that being the case, uh, the original founder, Nick Aquino Sr., is, is my best friend's grandfather. Uh, he passed away, and then um, the uh, the son, which is Nick's uncle, John Coquinos, took over. And uh, eventually, Nick's father passed away, Mark Coquinos, uh, God rest both of their souls, and he passed away. And then, so Nick got involved in the company after his, fa his father passed. And then um, I was trying to get in the door to work there for the longest time because I love martial arts. I love sales. I love coaching. And I said, all three of those is what they offer there, you know, and networking. You get to travel and meet all these kinds of people. And I said, that's what I want to do because I was in the banking world. I have a background in banking and, and life insurance and uh, property and casualty, right? So I said, if I can just add this to my portfolio, that'd be great. But everybody working there has been working there for 20, 30 years. You know, some people even close to 40 years. And I was like, man, at some point they'll hire me. So then Dave Derman, out of Australia, became the COO, and he started working there. And then I kind of got to know him. And then eventually he and both Nick and, and Dave uh, got to co-spire together to get me an interview with John, and I ended up doing their lunch. They hired me, and that was a wrap. And I actually took a pay cut to start working there because I wanted to work there that bad, right? Because I figured I could work my way up. And sure enough, I did. In a very short period of time, I would say within a year and some change or whatever, I got promoted to sales director for the U.S. territory. So I was overseeing everything sales and I was traveling the country pretty much on a corporate card, getting to meet all kinds of amazing people. And I have met some amazing people, including yourself. And that's how that whole journey started before I transitioned. So in that, and that's where we saw the last time we saw each other was in, in uh, Las Vegas. And we were talking about, we're just talking about the industry in, 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 in general, right? Here, you mean this date? <laughs> yeah, that's correct. We had an awesome, so yeah. we, that was some, how fun was that to go pick out your fish when we went out to dinner? That was awesome. Was you know what I mean? I've never done that. So we, we went to this high-end muckety muck where you wear gold shoes restaurant. And um, so, uh, you know, something that's super not blue collar. And Carson, Carson from uh, Pooler and stuff, and you guys invited us out for this dinner, Nick and yourself. And you go and you and you and I went up and we're like, man, this is kind of cool that we're uh, this is kind of bougie where you pick the fish you want them to cook. And we had all kinds of stuff to to choose from. And we got to choose that. Man, that was such a good meal, man. That was so awesome that that that, that was, you know, it was great. It was a great memory. And um I absolutely love that memory, and I still have this card. You eventually sent me this card uh, one mm -hmm. day, which is uh, quite a thought. Look at that shot of us there. At yeah. The end. And you sent me this card here, and um, it was very thoughtful. You know, these are the kinds of – this is what I'm about is building relationships, right? So um, so that that cemented to me that that you're a real deal because I said this guy, you know, has a heart of gold, and that's kind of that just made our relationship even deeper on something as simple as a, as a thoughtful card, right? And that kind of continued growing. Uh, but to answer your question, I ended up leaving – EFC, not because of any other reason than um, I need to do what was right for my family, right? And what was right for my family is continuing to move up the ladder to provide a lifestyle for my family that I that I was looking for, right? And the, and the lifestyle that EFC could provide me was not what I wanted, right? Because there was a cap. There was a cap of six figures there that I can't surpass that. It should, at least not anytime soon. Maybe like, you know, five to 10 years from now, I might make some more and then another five to 10 years, like a long-term career, that will be have me capped at like less than a quarter of what I'm really after, right? So I said, yeah, that's not what I want. Even though I highly respect John Coquinos, he's a a friend and a mentor, and uh, still to this day, and I have tremendous respect for him. And Nick, of course, is my best friend, and he was you know working there too. So I didn't want to leave for those reasons because I loved working there. I loved what I was doing for a living. I enjoyed John's mentorship and getting being able to be coached by him one on one every single day when I was in the office. Uh, it was great. There was so many great things about it. I got to meet awesome people and travel for free. And who says no to that, right? Right. But at some point, I said, you know, I'm after, I want to be a multimillionaire. You know, I had, I've, I've said that since I was like seven, eight years old. I said, I want to be the first millionaire in my family. I said, I want to create massive change in Guatemala and, and do some massive things out there. I want to create global impact. I've always been that guy, but I, but I needed the opportunity. So I said, it's not going to happen working there. You know, and my mentality is very simple. Like if, if you are working in a company and you don't own it, there's only room for one dream. And that dream is the CEO. 
And that's the reality. And I knew that I was like, never ever gonna own EFC. So the likelihood of me owning it is zilch. So I said, it just didn't make sense, even though I loved working there. So I decided to launch my own thing. And I ended up uh, January 15th, and, and Mark, you won't believe this, but today, uh, January 15th, 2024, is exactly two years. It's my two year anniversary of when I launched my two businesses, right? So oh, awesome. we are. so two years ago today, I launched, uh, I went, I just said, you know what? I'm just gonna go out and do my own thing because I realized there was a cap where I was and I didn't want the cap. So for a year, I started, I launched two businesses and uh, in 15 months, as you know, that went to seven figures organically. And that's a whole different conversation organically what that means. But um, the cool thing is that for that whole year of 2022, I was you know, a husband, a father to five kids. I was uh, working a full-time job, 40, 50 hours a week. And I was building a side hustle, my, my business, right? The CLA, Connect Leaders Academy, and the Entrepreneur's Bookshelf. I was doing all of that simultaneously for a whole year. And in that one year, I said, oh, my gosh, I'm making more money in a day now than I'm making in a, in a month and a half over there, <laughs> you know, working at EFC. So at some point, the realization hit me. I said, I am actually losing money working mm -hmm. there now. Every time I go to work, I'm losing money. So mm -hmm. that was a sign, the clear sign is day that said it's time for me to do my own thing. And it was scary. It was very scary because that was something consistent that's guaranteed and and there is no guarantees in business, right? My wife was a teacher for, for many years, 12 years. So she left her job in 2022, completely walked away. I walked away the same year. We both left our jobs in the same year. January 1st of 2023, last year, was my first full year of being a full-time entrepreneur. And I am so blessed. I am so excited. We're just getting started. And I will never look back because we're just, the best is yet to come, as they say. And what it's such an awesome story, too, by the way. I remember vividly, I was what I was doing when I was opening up my school. I was a pool man, believe it or not. Awesome job in the summer, really sucked in the winter. Rats and freezing waters and all that kind of stuff. But I remember vividly when they let me go, and it was sink or swim at that point. It's like, Oh my gosh, my cushion's gone. Just like you said, the cushion's gone. The security. And isn't it weird how we've, we hold on to security that's not really security because they yeah. just let me go anyway. Can I say something to that? You are, I always say, you are one day away from an amazing job to no job. Because on any given day, somebody could fire you, downsize you, right size you, whatever you want to say, <laughs> you know, on any given day. So mm -hmm. job security today isn't what it used to be. It doesn't exist. I don't know if job security was ever job security unless it's, you know, uh, some government garbage or uh, a professor that has tenure or something like that where it's hard to fire them. But I remember that vividly, you know, thinking that I had security when I really didn't have because they let me go anyway. <clears throat> and it was on me, man. It was sink or swim at that point. And it was no looking back. It was either I'm going to I'm going to fail at this or I'm not. And I just started to move forward and find some mentors uh, in what I do. I remember when you called me. I was probably in your in your top 20, I would imagine, of people that joined. I, you yep. know, uh, I, I'd have to be in the top 20. Because I know that we kind of rely on those that are close to us to see, hey, this is my vision. Are you are you going to be uh, ready to, uh, you know, you for less than a cup of coffee a day? That was what you told me. I said, you know man, I just counted. You were in the top twenty-four. You're number twenty-four. Top, number twenty-four. <laughs> I, I I had a feeling I was in yeah. that in that top, yeah. and I'm still there today. So yep. I still support you today. And I, I like to say this, what, when we talk about supporting each other, you and I wrote a book together. You know, you wrote your book, uh, Winning the Day, right? You should have it there with you, right? And I wrote uh, Beyond the Mat. Let's see, that was yours. And, and this one was mine. We, we did this the same day, right? Yep. <laughs> yep. And I remember I called you because I, I was introduced. We were introduced. I was introduced to Emilio, and I called you. Before I did it, remember that call? Yep. I said, "Hey, I understand that you're doing this with Emilio. I need to hear from a friend that we're good to go before I invest this money." Yep. And you, you're the one that gave the go ahead, and then that's when I, I, I dropped the, uh, you know, I, I got a contract with him, and 
and went ahead and, and helped write this book. You and, were like, I don't know, man. You're like, I don't know this Emilio guy. Like, he seems cool, but I don't know, man. What do you think? Should I do this? Should I not? He seems nice, but I don't know. You said, I don't know, like five times. I was like, listen, man, let me just let me just bury the hatchet here. You have to know that if I'm recommending him, you're good. You know why, right? Because he's a super salesman like you are. Yeah, I just yeah. happen to know you, right? Yeah. And when I'm like, man, he's selling the shit out of this. You know, I don't know if if that's what I – you know, because it's it was a, it was a good uh, amount of money for me to drop, right? To do this, yeah, yeah. But probably the best thing I ever done. You know, meeting uh, him and Daniela and has opened up uh, all kinds of avenues yeah. of even more people, more people that are on CLA, more people that we know. As a matter of fact, even because of it, I see that Lori's on here too. Lori McNeil, I love her by the way. Yep, shout out um, to Lori McNeil. She's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. And so oh, and hey, Daniela hey, remembers hey, me. Venus is on right now. Who's that? Nick Okinos is on. Speaking of the devil. Oh, we Nick. Early, Nick. <laughs> Nick, my boy. Yeah, so I do miss him. I, I, you know, I like giving him a hard time, too. I do miss that. <laughs> so, for sure. <laughs> oh, Nick. Nick. Uh, oh, well, never mind. A different conversation. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. There's, there's a lot of side conversations we can have. <laughs> oh, here's yeah. Mr. Never Calls Me Back. That must be Nick talking smack because I can't see his name. Oh, that is Nick. Yeah. Yeah. I already know. I already know. I already know. But you know what? We need life with keyboard warriors like himself. You know what I mean? So that can talk online. So it, we need them. We need the haters because that's what fuels me. And it's funny. You are correct about a lot of this stuff. When I, I was very hesitant. As a matter of fact, you know, my I'm pretty direct because I, I don't I think even with <laughs> with Emilio in the beginning and Daniela, I was just very matter of fact. Hey, man, you know, almost to the point of not super friendly, you know, <laughs> that was definitely. But here, here we are today, man, and in, in helping out in these communities and, and helping people write books. And and I, I had no idea what I was doing when I was writing a book. Did you have any idea? Or were no, you like, no, were you no. as lost as I was? Because I was like, what Trust the? Uh, deer in headlights, uh, cows staring at a new gate, all those things. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we and we get up and this is our book and and every and I was so lost. And believe it or not, that's what Emilio and, and Daniel helped me with is, is to kind of get focused, sent me in, in the direction of the right people to help write the book. And yep. and this book is now out there forever. My great great grandkids will be able to read about what their what their grandfather was all about. And this is what my podcast was about, just so you know. And now you and then Connected Leaders Academy came along. And you know what? I don't know if I ever got to officially like just thank you for all the connections that you did because it helped explode Beyond the Map podcast because it opened up so many more avenues for me to interview. You know, I had you know, from all walks of life, because I didn't just want to do another martial arts thing. I can get all the martial artists uh, uh, in the world to come on, but I wanted some uh, game changers that it not in my world because it helps me grow. Every time I do a podcast, something I learn out of there, it, it sticks with me or, or it, it, it helps catapult me to the next level because man, I didn't think about that for, for crying out loud. And you said something, I wanted to tell the audience this about you. You said the word organic. You grew it organically, and people don't know what that means. Let me tell you what it means in a nutshell, in, in layman's term. Jose Escobar is the worst tech guy on the planet, okay? <laughs> but yet, he didn't need any of those skills to build an online community. I want you to think about that, yeah. right? He didn't need that. That's what he means by growing it organically. It was one-on-one -on -one phone calls. It was calling me. It was pushing us to see your vision and us join with you on, on your vision that it's going to be beneficial for both. That's what organic means. You don't have to be some guru online that knows every tech thing or or before you start your business, you got to put in $20,000 and all this kind of uh, you know equipment so you can have all this tech stuff but you don't have the connection with people. That is your biggest gift is your, is the connection that one-on-one. -on -one. I do the same thing. That's why you saw me shaking hands with everybody. Even yep. in my Airbnbs, I like being the go-to guy. I give my personal cell phone out. Anybody who rents my properties, I like to talk to them on the phone. 
Uh, I like to get excited about my one property that has a pond. Hey, man, I left fishing poles. My personal tackle box is in the closet. You're welcome to what's ever in it. I'm telling you, they're pulling eight-pound bass out of that pond like it's nobody's business. So take my stuff. Go enjoy it. Make your house your own. And that's what catapulted me to a super host in three months' time. So I understand that organic stuff that you talk about. So I just want to, I know it's hard for us to toot our own horns sometimes, but I want to ask you that next question when you speak on stage, because, you know, I talked to you about this. I have a very hard time talking about my successes on stage. And I remember asking you specifically, because I watched you and you're not afraid to say what, hey, this is what I've done. This is where I was. This is how much money I'm making and this kind of stuff. And I have always felt in my heart, man, I don't. I don't really talk about my ranks that much. When you hear people have these big multi-degree black belts and stuff like that, or somebody introduces themselves to me in the martial arts, he goes, yes, my name is Grandmasters. Da, da, da. I'm like, man, shut up, bro. Okay. <laughs> I cannot just, I can't stand that, right? It doesn't really matter that I, whatever rank that I hold, I have some high ranking black belts, but last week I'm getting tapped out by people on the mat. Okay. Do I, I don't have some magic formula that catapults me. All it means is I've done something for a very long time and the, and the work stops along the way are belts. And every few years I get this new belt and I just never quit. That's really what it means is to understand perseverance. But I remember asking you, how do you get on there and, and be able to do that? Talk about yourself. This is something I failed at in all of my, because I, I will tell everybody my failure here when I was speak on stage. I can get the whole room hyped up. If you're in a, if you're in a class with me, man, you're going to leave that match just so wired and hyped up. But you're not going to follow me. I just kind of got you hyped up because I'm not telling you what I can do for you. So I want I want you to speak on that because it's something you do very well. Uh, yeah, thank you for that. And, um, to be just, you know, completely open and forthright with exactly what, what I do. So there's two things that I realize a lot of people have a hard time doing. Number one is on social media, they have a hard time presenting their personal life on, on the platform because they're like, Oh, I only want to show the business side of me. I only want to show the professional side of me. I don't want to show my, my family. I don't want to show my faith. I don't want to show my, my, uh, hobbies and and you know different things on the back end that's that's a big gap between where people are now and where they should be um and and my wife in the beginning was always like jose why are you always like posting on like we're here at uh about to walk into church we're here you know you're you, you just you know um read a a piece of scripture here you know from from something or you are reading a book or you're at the library or you're with your kids at the park or you're whatever you're always posting on social media you're putting everything out there I said, everything I do is intentional, Katie, my wife. I said, it's intentional because people are going to connect with people, not the businesses, right? The business is a byproduct of the personal connection. So I always connect with people and I put it all out there, right? People want to see the painting versus the painting. There's painting the, the noun and there's painting the verb, right? The noun painting is the painting that's finished, the finished product on the wall, right? Which is cool. And people like to see that and they'll like it but they may not love it or may not comment. If you want to get the the loves and the comments, they want to see the process of you painting the painting, the verb of the painting, right? And that's called the behind the scenes. What colors are you using? How did you make this magical color? What, what two colors did you mix? What did it look like? What is that process? What is the brands of the products of this that you buy in order to make the painting? What canvas did you use? When you messed up, how did you fix it? You know, that's the kind of stuff that people want to connect with is the behind the scenes. So I'm all about pulling back the curtain and I'm not presenting myself on social media in a way that's not authentic. I'm just showing you exactly who I am and what I do and what I'm about, right? So you're going to see me posting on my faith, my family, my business, health and wellness type stuff and motivation, inspiration type stuff. That's what I post about, right? And people connect with that and people love that. And that's kind of how I've been doing what I've been doing and how my circle grew organically. Now going to your other piece of the stages, well, the other big mistake people do outside of not posting up their personal life and showing people what they're really about is also the uh, talking about your successes, because, yes, it's cool to talk about your failures and people can connect with you on that level. But if that's all you talk about is your challenges and how you overcame it, 
they're going to say, okay, at what point, you know, at what, how, what, what successes have you achieved, right? Because people want to be around winners. People want to attach their name to somebody who's succeeding. People want to put money in the pockets of those that are succeeding. People want to be taught and trained by coaches, trainers, mentors that are successful, right? So the only way they're going to know that is if somebody says it for you or if you say it yourself out of your mouth. Now, if you can get the best of both worlds, you can get enough people to vouch for you without you soliciting them and they just naturally say it as they go and you say it as well, that's a home run. That's how you do the grand slam because not only are you saying it, but other people are saying it too. So it's like it's like this like this perfect dynamic of, of what people need because what people need to hear is this person is winning. This person is achieving. This person has what I want. This person is doing things that I, I want to experience that too. And if they're doing it and they have that, how can I be a part of that? And that's why I do what I do. I, trust me, I don't need the ego strokes. I have enough people that love me, my wife, my kids, my family, and some really cool people, friends like you and, and Emilio and all these other people. I have enough people that love me. I don't need to toot my own horn. It's not about tooting my horn. It's about letting people know, hey, this is what I've done. And this is what I can do for you to help you do the same thing or even better because I'm not that smart. I'm not the brightest bulb in a shed, right? I'm not the sharpest knife in a drawer. I don't like tech, as you know, <laughs> right? Everything <laughs> I built, I built it by just throwing mud on the wall to see what sticks. I jumped off the plane before I knew how to how to do things and, and just figure out how to land. I launched my morning evening routine mastery program where this book came from. I launched that thing and was collecting thousands of dollars before I had a single thing filmed. Can I tell you that? So I can keep going because you figure it out along the way. And that's how I've done what I've done. And every time I figure something out, guess what happens to me? I get better and better and mm -hmm. better and better. And then every every time I figured it out and I got better and better and better, guess what happens to my confidence? It goes up and up and up. And then guess what happens to my pockets? It gets healthier and healthier. Guess what happens to my impact? It grows and it grows and it grows. But it all starts, and this whole thing goes back to being intentional, strategic, and very particular about what you do, how you do it, and when you do it. And that's all I'm about. So I just know what works, what has what I've been doing is very intentional. And uh, and again, yeah, it's kind of a little bit of uh, I guess speaking to what yes. Yes, that's that awesome. This awesome uh, <clears throat> analogy of that for sure, because that was something I think I talked to you about that I struggle with. Uh, you know, I. I, I told you lessons I've learned on humility because I was one um, man when I competed. I was one cocky dude, and I remember when God shut that down. I I remember it like it was yesterday when I lost a very a tournament that I I worked so hard for, and I lost it to somebody in a wheelchair. And I remember him coming in and my ego was so intense. I'm like, this is just not a fair thing, man. Somebody comes in a wheelchair. How do you compete with that? This is, this is my all my negative thought. And then he gets up and he kind of misses things. And I'm like, oh, I got this in the bag. And I say it awesome. You either be humble or you're going to get humbled. Man, I got humbled that day. And he won by one-tenth of a point. I want you to think about that. And I was so mad. I just left. I told my students to pick up stuff. So they watched this inappropriate behavior of mine only to have this guy do a speech on stage after he won. I saw him taking pictures for the magazine and all that kind of stuff that he had contracted AIDS and a blood transfusion from a, a trucking wreck. That's why I was in a wheelchair and he was dying. And that was supposed to be his time. You know, now he has that forever with his kids. And my, just my, I am time I think about it, I just think I'm such a jerk back then, but man, I was super humbled that day. And so, you know, that trans, that transitioned into everything that I do, that I am a tough dude on, on the exterior. People always have, feel like they're, I'm intimidating or whatever. I, I've heard this all my life, but down deep, I am pretty much of a softy when it comes to uh, humility and, and helping others for sure because I was humbled that day. And so it was always hard for me to be on stage. And so I had to learn. That's another way I've learned in my speeches on how to give your, give yourself the credit that you need in a humility with, with humility in order to connect with somebody so that you can take them to the next level. 
because it really is something about that next level. Uh, if you can't get there, if, if you can, if you stay here, man, the growth is never there. You're always kind of like here. You've got to take that next step. And and so I always appreciated when you got up there. I'm like, because I remember doing it every time. I'm like, I can't do that, man. I can't. I'm going to sound like just like a jerk, you know. But it it, 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 it that was a lesson for me when you got when you did all that. Yeah, I mean, and you, you know, it's not just about sharing your success and saying, "Hey, this is what I've done." You know, it's this is what I've done, and this is how you can do it too, mm -hmm. right? And this is how I can support you on that journey. Even if you never put a dollar in my pocket and you're not my client, I can still add value to you. I can still serve you. I can still, you know, inspire you. You know, because that that's what people need inspiration. Sometimes, sometimes it's not about them being, you know, your client and them saying, "Hey, I'm going to join the CLA or I want to join your morning evening routine mastery program or I want to do this or this with you." Sometimes it's just you inspired me. You inspired me because you told me your story of how you went from nothing to something. And that something is something I can do too. And you associated with that with me. And sometimes that's all I need to hear. So that's why I do what I do. It's not, trust me, it's not about anything else outside of like, sometimes people need to hear you say it. And, uh, and it goes a long way. I think that's important. We have a lot of entrepreneurs and, and, and speakers listening to this. So I think that, that, I think that's something that, that is well said and well thought out that we needed to kind of bring to the table. So let's talk about, um, um, see, I'm not sure. See, the people that say Facebook. That, user is, on uh, your that is Andra, Andra Nemchik from, uh, ah. yeah, he's from Czech Republic, uh, currently in LA at the moment. Oh, that's good. Well, I, I appreciate it. Now you can share on your screen too, because we're sharing stream yards. So anything that you see Facebook user um, is what I can see. Anything on your side that you can see people. Yeah. That's on your side. You can share that with them. You can share it on the screen too, right along with me. Also, See, I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to teach. Uh, I'm trying to teach the Golden Shoes a little bit about tech here today. Um, yeah, we got we got James Muller in the house. We got Natalie Bedenkurt who just joined. Uh, Marianne Pageant, uh, James Muller, Andra. Uh, welcome everybody. Good to see you all. Yes. And, yeah, and and Mark is spot on. I don't like tech. I'll say it again. I'll say it out loud. I'll super, <laughs> I don't like tech, but I also understand. In order for me to go from the, from where I am now to the next level, it's going to require a whole new strategy. So I'm now doing tech. But guess what? Here's a little ninja secret. Don't waste your time on doing the things that you're not masterful at. You Correct. just hire masters to do those things for you, and you stay Correct. the main thing. Keep the main thing the main thing, and you hire other masters to do the other things that you're not you know, skilled at. So I'm okay. I don't necessarily like tech at all, but <laughs> I still use it now. So. You are 100% right. And I, I think I've told you before, I've told a lot of people doing AIs and stuff. I, I mean, uh, podcasts and stuff, how AI has helped me look like I'm super tax savvy, tax, you know, savvy with it. But it has just done so much work for me. I'm able to put out content and we'll do, I'll do that for you today. Also, I'll have clips of, of what you and I spoke about. So let's talk about some events that you got coming up. Let's talk about these speaking events that you coming up here. Let's do this. Yeah. We have a virtual event. Yep. that you have uh, graciously asked me to be a part of. So let's talk about that first. So yeah, the first one we'll talk about is the CLA Virtual Conference, CLA for Connected Leaders Academy Virtual Conference. That's going to be Saturday, February 24th. It's a one-day event. We're going to have 25 world-class speakers, one of them being Mark Cox himself. Uh, so we're excited for that. And there's going to be 15 different categories. I mean, all kinds of different categories that are going to be talked about on entrepreneurship, anything from sales to marketing to uh, funnels and automation and uh, mindset and finances. I mean, you name it. There's like 15 different categories, 25 world-class speakers. We actually have our uh, keynote speaker. Um, his name is uh, Nick Hutchison. Nick Hutchison is the founder of a great company called Book Thinkers. If you don't know him, look him up. Uh, he also wrote this great book called Rise of the Reader, which is a new book that came out recently. Uh, he's out of Massachusetts. He's going to be our, our keynote celebrity speaker. And then we have uh, 24 other world-class speakers. We have seven elite sponsors that are going to be sponsoring this thing. There's going to be, uh, get this, there's going to be giveaways for every single attendee. So if you're a general admission or VIP for this virtual event, every, the, the general admission are going to walk away with over $5,000 of free gifts because every single speaker is providing a free gift that they're just going to give value to the attendees at a general admission level or a VIP level. So if you're a general admission attendee and you show up, you're going to walk away with $5,000 plus of free gifts from all these speakers. If you're a VIP attendee, you're going to get over $15,000 
of free gifts. It's absolutely insane. We're going to have door prizes. We're going to have a grand prize. You're going to learn. You're going to grow. You're going to connect. There's networking. It's going to be absolutely insane. It's a one-day event from 10 a.m. Eastern to 4.30 p.m. Eastern. Now, some people are probably thinking, wow, 25 speakers for a one-day event, that's too much. Get this. Every single 30-minute block throughout that day is going to have three speakers speaking at the same time. So then uh, in different categories. So you as the attendee are going to get to decide which room you're going to go into based on your need in your business, right? So you have variety. There's, it's going to be absolutely insane. It's going to be wonderful. So we're excited about that. Uh, tickets are available now. You can go to www.clavirtualconference.com. I'll say it again. www.clavirtualconference.com. Go to the website. There's a video that explains the events. There's a, a list of all of our speakers with their topics and their giveaways and what they're offering. And it's really, really cool. So you definitely want to check that out. Um, you want to add CLA in the front, www.cla virtual conference. Oh, uh, see, I, admit, I put it out there and it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, CLA. So, listen, uh, one of you guys, uh, one of these one of these ones out here, maybe Ivy. Oh, Ivy, Ivy did it for us already. Yep. CLAvirtualconference.com. Okay. Get your tickets now, folks. General admission, VIP, both tickets are very, very reasonably priced, very affordable for what you're going to get. It's going to be a one-day event. The, the theme of the event is Thrive, right? Transformative strategies for the new year. So if you're a business owner, you're an entrepreneur, you want to get that momentum for this new year and learn some really cool stuff and meet some awesome people and walk away with tons of value for like this much, you want to be there. So especially Mark Cox is going to be speaking um, I'm going to be on the front and the back end of this thing. You want to be there. So it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to that day. I'm kind of looking at what I'm going to, what I'm going to talk about on that, on that is so, so I can give some, some value to people. You know, we'll, we'll talk about that off, uh, off camera a little bit. And now you also have another, we have a big, huge event coming up again in, <clears throat> I think it's May, correct? May. Yep. 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 So let's touch on that. So, the next event. So for those of you who attend the virtual conference, you're going to get a taste of what's going to happen in the in-person event, which is going to be in May, Cinco de Mayo weekend. So most people are available that weekend, Cinco de Mayo weekend, May 3rd, 4th, and 5th. So three, four, and five. It's a three-day weekend. It's half a day Friday, half a day Sunday, all day Saturday. So three-day weekend, 2024. It's going to be here in Maryland, five-star resort, beautiful area. It's a national harbor. It's absolutely gorgeous there. And we're expecting a thousand entrepreneurs from all over the world and all over the country under one roof for a weekend. And there's many different ways you can attend. There's general admission, there's VIP, and there's platinum. And by the way, there's only two platinum spots left on that front. So two platinum tickets left. Uh, there's a number of VIP tickets left. And there's a lot of general admission, but you want to be in the room for that weekend and guess what mark cox is speaking at that event too mark cox is be on the stage uh, at this event we have so many powerhouse speakers there we have some celebrity keynote speakers that are going to be there all of this stuff of, in terms of what you need to know in terms of speakers sponsors uh celebrity speakers all that stuff is going to start to roll out in the next i'd say a couple days stay tuned for that and once you see it i'm telling you may is going to be here before you know it now is the time to get your tickets for that Again, you go to www.connectedleadersacademy.com. Again, connectedleadersacademy.com. Uh, get tickets now. That's the in-person event. That's different from the virtual. So you have the CLA virtual conference, a one-day event, Saturday, February 24th. And then you have the in-person event, which is the CLA Global Summit. And that's May 3rd, 4th, and 5th in-person here in Maryland. People are coming from everywhere learn, grow, connect, meet people in person. It's going to be insane. We're going to have a cocktail hour with networking and hors d'oeuvres on Friday night, a banquet dinner, a gala, award ceremony, live entertainment on stage, tons of speakers, breakout rooms. I mean, this is going to be an event of the year. You definitely want to be there and uh, excited about it. So those are the two things you can plug into. We want you there at both. Now's the time. Get your tickets. So that's good. So let's talk about the virtual, the virtual one one more time. <clears throat> The beauty of virtual is that uh, anybody can kind of come in. The problem with virtual is sometimes you get distracted. So yep. if there's any any hints I can give you guys, if you're going to do a virtual event, I would be planted 
at, at a place where you can be and, and you can kind of zone in on, on what's going on there that day. Because I've really enjoyed, I, I didn't go to the room uh, on the Alma event where you, I, I think you were there. Um, yep. What was it? Yeah. I, and I wished I did because I got to I, I did chime in because I wanted to hear all the speakers speak. I want to see how they did. And uh, I was super happy about Mercada, for instance. Right. Because I know I was telling Emilio about this. And he goes, what did you think? Who's I said, you know, I'm kind of partial to her because I watched Daniel Gomez strike her down at 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 sticker shock and say, stop. This is your real. You remember that? Yep, she, yep. Remember that? And I was like, oh, man. I mean, and he was hardcore. He was like, hey, this is your real. This is your time. And it, could she come back from that? And so and I remember that day and I was my, my heart was my heart was hurting for her. I, I kind of wanted to choke Daniel out a little bit. Um, <laughs> he did his but, job, though. He did his job. Yes, he did. He did his job very well. She grew. She and, grew from that. And, you know, that's the that's the uh, protector in me. Right. Because I can take that myself. That's what I need. I need that kind of stuff. But when somebody else is doing it, I'm like, oh, man, I kind of want to run to a rescue. But she needs to rescue herself. Yeah. And which she did. And I thought, man, her and I thought her speech at that was she was night and day. A yep. night and day of of what what I thought. So she took that and and she she did something with it. it. Was awesome. So I think the virtual thing. It was interesting what you're saying how that works. So you're saying that at the virtual one, you're going to have uh, half hour blocks, three speakers. You'll be able to go out and and they have a breakout room where they're going to speak on what they're going to yep. what what they're going to do. Is that correct? Well, just, yeah. Just imagine like a like a lobby like the virtual lobby is like one big room where everybody's there. Mm -hmm. And then there's like three sessions going on at the same time. And you decide what lane you want to jump into live. Right. And I encourage people, if you want to get the best bang for your buck, and again, it's very affordable. It's like $67 for the general. Oh, mission. that's awesome. And it's one fifty for, for VIP. But think about the amount of gifts you're going to get and all this value you're going to get and all the speakers and learning and connections. But separate from that is, the VIPs are going to get access to all the recordings, right? So I encourage people to go VIP because, you know, if you're a general admission, you're only going to catch what you catch based on the room you jump into at every 30 minute block. But if you want to get all the recordings and you want to be a VIP and that's the way to do it. And I'm telling you, it's going to be absolutely amazing. I can't wait. And, and people are buying tickets left and right right now. I'm excited to see the traction we're getting. Uh, that's good. I'm looking forward to that uh, a lot for sure. Uh, now, the other one is this event that you have, this global summit. Let's talk about what that is, getting in the room. Let's talk about the difference of virtual and getting in the room on the next one. Yeah, or so the in-person in uh, is a whole different experience, right? Because the in-person and tickets, of course, are more expensive. There's a lot more involved and it's uh, the price point is much higher, right? Because of uh, all of the stuff that we're doing. Uh, but again, it's going to be a three-day weekend. So Friday night, for example, you show up. There's going to be a bunch of speakers. We're going to end day one with a celebrity keynote speaker. And then after that, there's going to be a cocktail hour with networking and hors d'oeuvres. So, you know, for those of you who drink, there's alcohol. And for those of you who don't, there's mocktails, right? And there's hors d'oeuvres. And we're going to basically network at a very massive scale on Friday night. Saturday morning, we start bright and early. There's going to be four different breakout rooms for different types of workouts. So for those of you who might want to do you know, some kind of a, a kettlebell uh, routine or a martial arts routine or different things like that. It's like to get your morning started bright and early, like at 6 a.m., four breakout rooms. And then um, people go back and shower, do their thing, get breakfast. And then we start at like nine o'clock, right, where we have the first, you know, speaker sessions. And we're going to have speaker sessions followed by some breakout rooms, followed by our celebrity keynote speaker for Saturday. And then the night ends with a gala, right? So it's a five-star dinner, banquet dinner, uh, an award ceremony, live entertainment on stage. We're going to end the night with a DJ uh, dancing and that type of thing. <clears throat> There's some special stuff going on for the uh, the platinum ticket holders after that. Uh, for everybody else, you kind of do your own thing at the end of the night. Um, There's meet and greet uh, for VIPs and a lot of cool stuff, depending on the package you you accept. And then for uh, Sunday, again, more stuff in the mornings, breakout rooms for working out and starting your day. And then more speakers. Then we have our final uh, celebrity keynote speaker and we end around like one or two o'clock on Sunday. So but again, there's a difference. Virtual is awesome, and it's the convenience of your house. But more skin in the game, more value. So you want to get in the rooms, whether it's virtual or in person. But I definitely want to see everybody in May as well, for sure. And I did have – I am a platinum ticket holder, just so yep. those know. 
Yep, I'm yep. You're, the, a, you're a platinum kind of guy, man. That's, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so the uh, what's this uh, early morning workout? What's that all about? So there's going to be four different rooms, right? So we're going to have one room that's like a, like a kickboxing kind of like cardio kind of class. Another room is going to be like a yoga, you know, kind of like uh, easy, easier kind of like, well, it's not really easy. It depends on how, who it is. <laughs> yoga class. Um, and actually it's like easy. And then because I've tried yoga and it's killer. <laughs> I got a great story about yoga. I'll tell you in a second. The, the P90X version of yoga is no joke. Um, and then we have a kettlebell room, uh, which uh, Marvin King's going to be. There's going to be a kettlebell room. And then we have a surprise guest in the fourth room, which is going to be undisclosed until we get closer to the day, because there's going to be a nice announcement for that. But you decide what room you want to go into bright and early for those who like to get the day going with a workout, get some fitness in. It's going to be awesome for that to start. So you chose cardio kickboxing over me teaching Krav Maga, where I can teach you how to like rip throats out and smash people. Well, you're already a speaker, so we can't double it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You, yeah. you know what? I'm gonna have my own workout outside. Yeah, you, can, you, can, you can do that. Do that. <laughs> and the, the <laughs> I'm laughing because the yoga thing. I tried this yoga thing, and it was not easy. But I'm gonna tell you something. <laughs> See, Tammy Freeman says she wants to smash people. <laughs> See, that's funny. Okay. Oh, uh, she's awesome. She did a great job. Great job, Pammy, at the uh, event. I'm going to do a private Krav Maga workout there. I'll let you guys know where it's at uh, when I get there. The the yoga thing I did, I went and took the class, right? I was there with Kat, um, and I was like, this is so, this is hard. But And I'm, I'm struggling at it, right? Struggling. And then all of a sudden, I hear the instructor. Now, you know my personality, right? I do. And the instructor goes, my dear friend, Mark. And I'm like, oh, this is not going, this is not going well. Just, I don't want, she goes, you're not quite there. You're not quite right. And I look at her and I says, can you like yell at me or tell me to do push-ups or something like that and tell me I suck? Because I can't relate to this whole, men, this whole mentality of, of all this niceness all the time, man. And she's like, no, 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 that's not what it's about. I just told Kat, I, I said, I can't with this. I, I need to be a little more pushed. Uh, you know, not that I couldn't. <laughs> I, If you could have heard her say, my dear friend, Mark, I'm like, she wanted to say I suck so bad, but she was so nice. She couldn't do it. And so that was my end of it. But then I went and got Diamond Dallas Page's yoga that he that's does awesome. online. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a little bit more. And he's like, at the end of everything, he's like, go up high. Now hulk it out. I'm like, oh, that's, more my, that's more my style of, of yoga. So that's my yoga story for sure. Yeah, DDP yoga is no joke. I've seen a lot of testimonials and a lot of people have lost a lot of weight doing uh, DDP yoga. They've gotten balance back. They've gotten recovered from injuries. I mean, it's, it's legit. Yeah, it's awesome. He's good. It's more my style, but that's my yoga story. So last thing before we go, man, we're running up on this hour already. I knew this would go by quick uh, is uh, uh matter of fact, your private message you're saying we didn't wrap it up and that's messed up. <laughs> I have a podcast. I, mean, I, have another, I have a call I have to be on right now. So you just, you just read it out loud. So might as well put it out there. Right? <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I got a private message that way. Yo, bro, we got to Matt. We, we got to go dog. So, <laughs> well, I told it now, listen, I'm looking for gold shoes for this event. I'm looking for a pair. I do like yours because I got pointy things on them. So if you have to defend yourself with them, you can stick them in somebody's I can, face. I can if point you in the right direction. Maybe you can get like some some platinum shoes. I'll have you know gold, and we just keep. Going. I'm gonna do something. I'm promising you. I want to thank you, Jose, for this time, man. It was uh, it's always awesome to have a, a a great friend, and then we can cut up on each other, and we have uh, the same things uh, in common. So I want to thank I, everybody else for. Really quick, really quick, I got to say, um, for all of you who are watching right now, if you have not gotten into Mark's circle, meaning uh, connected with him on a deeper level, the guy is just loaded with value, loaded with expertise in a lot of areas. Some of the areas I was like, I had no idea you were really good at this stuff. Right. So <laughs> I just encourage you get a virtual coffee with Mark, you know, connect with Mark. The guy is super sharp and I'm just honored to be your, your friend, lifelong buddy. 
and also that we're riding together in a CLA and all the other great things we're doing together. So thank you for having me on your show. It's been awesome. Well, I appreciate that. Thanks for the shout out, guys. Hope everybody enjoyed the show. We'll catch you next time. Have a good day. You've been listening to Real Talk with Mark Cox. Real life, real topics, real conversation. We're passionate about motivation, fitness, self-defense, weight loss, and coming at it from a real angle. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from this show. And we hope you had fun. We know we did. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on Instagram and Facebook at MarkCox100. Make sure to subscribe and review. And tell a friend or two about the show. For more, hit up the website at MarkCox.com. Till next time, keep it real.